like I'm on the Heisman watch That's gotta be what would describe, symbolize I've got Skill, four times the talent around me Desmond Howard playing for Howard Just tell me how can I be stopped This Allen Ivy at an Ivy college They can't check me, I don't practice my class too hard <laughs> Nigga, me, my swag Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 31 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. Happy Monday, everybody. New week. Uh, a lot has happened this weekend. Now, last time you guys heard from me, first of all, yeah, let's get it out of the way. Last time you guys heard from me, it was Wednesday, right? Yeah. For episode 30. And I think I told you guys that I was going to do a, a Thursday and a Friday show. Yeah, that was Cap. That was Cap. Let me tell you, that was Cap in America. Cap in America. Let me tell you. I had a little bit of technical difficulties, one. And then I just got a little busy. All right. Not busy like, you know, oh, ew, I can't do my podcast. So first of all, this is my this is always my first priority. I just had a lot going on that uh, last couple of days. But I'm good now. And um, back this week, Monday and Friday, absolutely today and Friday. But I apologize for that. I planned on doing like a draft show Thursday and then just, you know, the regular episode on Friday. But, you know, that didn't happen. But we're back now. So today we're going to recap the draft. I want to talk about Tyreek Hill. I'm going to talk about Rosen and Steve Smith. I want to talk about uh, y'all president, not mine. Um, It's a lot to talk about. Oh, and the Madden cover. I want to talk about the Madden cover and, and what's going to happen, what's going on with Madden, what I've seen so far. Because, we, you know, I, I still love Madden. I st- I'm a Madden guy. I still love Madden. And we'll also be talking, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. I'm saving these last, what, last, the last segment of this episode will be about Avengers Endgame and Game of Thrones last night. So if you haven't seen either, you either A, live under a rock, two, you're broke, three, you're just lazy. All right, you're, you're, you're slacking. I saw Avengers twice already. Twice. What's your excuse? So, once again, the last segment of this show will be about Avengers Endgame and Game of Thrones. You, you've been warned. So let's get started, everybody. So I want, I'm going to start with, oh, and we have NBA Playoff Talk to talk. All right, we have that to talk about as well. But let's start off with the NFL Draft. Okay, so the NFL draft took place this weekend and started Thursday night. That's when the first round was. First of all, Nashville was on fire. The city of Nashville, that was a great, great energy, great band. I, I enjoyed it. That was one of the best drafts I've seen in the past couple of years. I enjoyed the coverage. How I watched the draft on NFL Network because I love NFL Network. I just love those guys. I feel like they covered the best, all football the best. I don't really like ESPN that way. But, you know, that's what I watched the draft on. They did a great job covering the draft and everything. One thing I will say, I don't, I'm not sure who I, I want to say it was ESPN. I'm not sure. But, and it was majority, of course, it was the black athletes, black football players. Just telling, like, the tra- talking about the, the traumatic events in these guys' lives. Like, it was one kid, you know, they talked about. Was it his uncle or his dad that got shot in the raid? At, 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 they raided the house. Like, what does that have to do with them getting drafted? I, I, I just didn't. I didn't understand that. I feel like that's not. It's not necessary to talk about their personal lives unless they say it's okay. I mean, I'm, I'm sure that they talk about this. 
But I don't think we all need to know that. Like, not at that time. That's not what we're supposed to be talking about at that time. Yeah, I didn't like that. But aside from that, I I, I said I was going to talk about it. I just want to talk about it before I get into the draft. First round, all right, Kyler Murray goes number one. When Kyler Murray goes number one, it's obvious, you know, the, the Cardinals are going to trade Josh Rosen. It's just a matter of when and where. So that, that happens. And speaking of Josh Rosen, I didn't understand why Steve Smith was so upset with him. You know, Steve Smith went off for like three minutes, and this, this blew up. And I didn't think Josh Rosen handled that situation bad. I think he handled it better than a lot of guys would. He handled it like a pro. For him to be so young and then to be at that position at a quarterback, a former number one pick, one season with this team, head coach gets fired, new head coach comes in, he wants a new quarterback. So now you have to get shipped off to another town, another city for another organization. He handled that well. He's been at the, um, you know, everything that's, you know, the early uh, offseason program. I, I've heard he's been there. And, okay, Steve Smith was upset that he fo- unfollowed the Cardinals on Instagram or whatever. Bro, unfollow girls I stopped talking to. Oh, I unfollow women. I unfollow girls that I stopped talking to. After we start talking, I follow girls when they go get new boyfriends on me. You think I'm going to um not unfollow the team that's about to trade me? Shit. I'm out of there. Got nothing to do with me. I don't need to see what y'all talking about. I don't think so. Absolutely not. Then Josh Rosen posted a good the uh video on his Twitter congratulating Kyler Murray and his family and thanking the Arizona fans and the, the organization and how excited he's ready to be, be a Dolphin. And then, honestly, I hope he does great in Miami. I'm happy for him. I'm glad he's okay. And bearded Josh Rosen, he might be a problem. Stay woke. That's that's that. That's it. That's all. I didn't understand why Steve Smith was so upset about that. Um, now with the second pick, Nick Bosa was drafted. This this is Trump's boy, by the way. Trump congrat- congratulated Nick Bosa, and uh, I've never seen a president <laughs> congratulate the number two. Overall draft pick in the draft. Like, not the number one. He didn't go one. He went number two. Number two. All right. So he congratulated. But y'all know why I did that. Because Nick Bosa, that's, you know, Nick, y'all know about Nick Bosa's old tweets. You know, he called Kaepernick a, tr- a clown and, and talking about Beyonce. And, he, you know, he's, I guess he's pro Trump. You know, that doesn't matter to me. I, I, I could care less, honestly. I really could. Because I'm not, it's not like I'm a Nick Bosa fan. Like he does, he's not a Packer. He's 49. I could care less. You know what I mean? I just thought it was funny that, you know, y'all president, you know, supported the number two pick. You know, congratulations for coming to second place, basically. Yeah, I'm not really a Nick Bosa guy. So, ew, whatever. Then my guy, um, but let's talk about. <laughs> The New York Football Giants. I had to say their full name because this was nuts. Dwayne Haskins is on the board still. Y'all have the sixth pick in the draft. Y'all need a quarterback. It's time. Dwayne Haskins is on the board. Who do y'all pick? Daniel Jones. Who is Daniel Jones? I've never heard of Daniel Jones until the draft. He's from Duke. First of all, I haven't seen a Duke football player drafted this high ever. I didn't know Duke was playing football. I really did not know Duke was producing NFL talent. 
And this was, and he really got drafted because of who he knows. We got connections with Eli. I think connections with the coach. Uh, is that what what it was? But he's been at you know Eli's camps, and I, yeah, I didn't get that at all. And then Haskins laughed at that. But like I say, I'm a big firm believer in everything happens for a, we, uh, a reason. And Haskins, you know, dropped the 15, and it gets picked up by the Washington Redskins down the street from the crib. He's at home in the Giants division. So he gets to see him twice a year. But I hope they take that time with Haskins. I don't want to see him on the field this year. You know, you guys, you guys got case. You guys got case for a reason. Use case and let uh Haskins sit on that bench and learn. I don't need I don't need that rushed. We, we you know the last time you guys got a, a rookie quarterback, black rookie quarterback, I'll say it. You guys, you know what happened with that. So let's not do that again, Washington Redskins. Handle this one with care. Now, now y'all know I was going to get on here and talk about what Green Bay did in draft. Y'all know I was going to do that. And I am right now. So with the 12th pick, the Packers took DN from Michigan, Rashawn Gary. I, I wanted one of my Michigan boys, whether it was, whether it was going to be Devin Bush, Rashawn Gary, or Chase Winovich. We got Rashawn Garrett. And then um, with the second pick they had, the 30th pick, they got – no, excuse me. No, 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 no. They traded up. Right. They traded up to 21 and got Darnell Savage safety from Maryland. Listen. Listen. Goot, Goot did it again, man. Solid draft. First round was all defense. That's smart. Here's here's my thing, Green Bay Packers fans, because I tweeted about this. I tweeted about this. Colin Gord was confused to why Green Bay wasn't getting weapons for Aaron Rodgers, or or you know working on the offensive line. Okay, here's my answer to that. Aaron Rodgers is notoriously known for escaping the pocket, and we've heard you know stories of him telling linemen not to block for a certain reason. We've heard stories about that. Why would they go get two rookie linemen like the Falcons did? Wouldn't you rather have... Well, they, they end up getting a, a, a guy that can play all positions, right? That's good. But why would you go get rookie linemen for a quarterback who really needs a veteran presence on that line? Because only a veteran will understand... That type of diabolical mind of a quarterback like that. Rookie's not gonna understand that, right? And it'll take a long time for that to you know click. So drafting offensive lineman wasn't gonna be it for Green Bay in the first round. Drafting defensively is is where the problem is. You know, it, it's crazy how the narrative has changed over these past couple of seasons with Green Bay missing the playoffs, how suddenly the pressure has been has flipped to the offense, right? But when Aaron Rodgers is healthy, this the problem is the defense. But these past couple of seasons, two seasons, then you get to see what the machine looks like without Rodgers or when Rodgers isn't healthy, right? So now the defense is second, the second-class problem. But for the past 10 years, it's been the defense. Colin Cora talked about Aaron Rodgers' fourth quarter comebacks and having less than, you know, the other elites in some 
who aren't elite, right? How can you have a fourth quarter comeback when your defense can't get on the field, can't get off the field to give you the opportunity to get back on the field? How many times have we seen Aaron Rodgers on the sideline clenching to a towel around his neck or with his helmet on or pacing up and down the sideline with three minutes or less left on the clock? Defense got to get a stop. Defense got two timeouts and and the two-minute warning. Defense gets to the third, third and short, third and some change, but they give it up. Now the the uh the opponent the opponent is running the clock out now. Defense couldn't get off the field. So this offseason has been all defense for Green Bay. From free agency to the draft. That's what you have to do. Defenses win championships. When's the last time the Packers have had a top 10 defense? Crickets. Crickets. Exactly. Talking about weapons. They got they wouldn't grab the tight end from Texas AM. Beautiful. Wouldn't grab the running back from Notre Dame. Beautiful. We didn't need any more wide receivers. The receiving core is fine. These guys have earned Rogers respect. Uh uh MVS. Uh Geronimo Kumaro. Then you guys already know about 17. That's given though. That's given. You know, last year's rookies, second year players now. They've learned. They'll be fine. Green Bay is fine. Green Bay did what they had to do in the draft. I'm like, like I said, I'm tired of talking. I'm tired. I know Rogers is tired of talking. Y'all just all y'all doing is pissing him off. I know he's ready to play. Go pack, go. Uh, other interesting things I've seen, you know, happened in the draft. Um, I thought that. Um, um, let me see. Let me see. I thought the Ravens made some inter- uh, uh, interesting pick, getting Hollywood Brown. I thought that was interesting. He's a fast kid. He's extremely fast. I can't wait to see what him and Lamar do. Then another interesting thing the Ravens did was uh, get that quarterback from Penn State. Hmm. Interesting. That's that's you know that's just something I th- I thought was interesting. A lot of people thought that was interesting, but. I, I just didn't understand, but I do. You got Lamar Jackson and RG3, you know, two two real live running quarterbacks who, you know, injuries happen. So I guess, you know, the, that kid would be a third string, but you never know. You never know. You never know. Hollywood Brown was an interesting pick, fast receiver, down downfield guy. So I, I, it'll be interesting to see how they use him and how Lamar works with him. Um, then, you know, the second round, uh, that came and went and, you know, the draft came and went. I was upset that Chase Winovich went to green, um, went to New England, but they'll love him there. Uh, so the draft is, you know, come and gone and we'll see how these rookies pan out. I'm excited to see, um, Quinn Williams, Mr. Hachu, bless you. Thank you. I'm excited to see what Devin White does. I'm excited to see what the heck happens with, Daniel Jones and the New York Giants. Oh, yes, Josh Allen on the Jacksonville line is going to be crazy. Um, I'm excited to see how Rashawn Gary fits in in Green Bay. I'm excited, man. You know, I, I can't wait to see how these next next dinner, next generation stars handle it, man. I really am. So it'll be something to see uh, come September, August. Football season is coming, ladies and gentlemen. It is almost here, and I can't wait at all. 
literally cannot wait. Um, I think that's it for the draft and you know the football talk. But you got to get into some serious stuff on the NFL. I want to talk about <sighs> Tariq Hill, man. Got to got to talk about it. Got to talk about it. Okay, so we know you know historically the NFL is not consistent when handling cases of domestic violence you know it seems like they they bring the hammer down harder on marijuana use than they do on uh abuse against their spouses and children so when we get another situation like this after we just got through the kareem hunt incident and this is crazy for the chiefs to have this happen right okay so first of all to rick hill has already been in a situation like this before with the same with this woman. His fiance, he was uh pled guilty to uh domestic violence. Uh, hold on, let me see. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> pled guilty for charges uh for punching and choking her his uh fiance while she was pregnant. He was sentenced to three years probation, right? This was in 2015. So he's off of probation now. But clearly this is a toxic situation and a toxic relationship, right? And it's clear that Tariq Hill has some problems because here we have a three-year-old kid. Think about yourself at three years old. You're not big. You really don't have a clue what's going on. You don't have a, much of a clue yet. Um, You know, you, you're probably not even in school yet. All you do is play and you might be a little bad, but Nobody's telling you to hold your arms out while they punch you in the chest at three years old. Nobody's grabbing you or, or forcing themselves on you hard enough to break your arm at three years old. Maybe a pat on the butt, maybe a pat on the hand, but nothing that's excessive, abusive. There's a, a very, very thin line between discipline and abuse. Listen, I'm not telling you guys how to raise your children because a, a lot of you have those. I'm not telling you guys how to discipline your kids. I'm just saying you have to know your own strength and you have to know your kids. At three years old, kids, all they, uh, 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 go in the corner will we'll set them all right. Uh, uh, go to your, uh, go upstairs and go to sleep, uh, uh, give them the toys. There's a lot you can do to discipline a three-year-old child that doesn't involve physical violence. That's all I'm saying. That's literally all I'm saying. And for this to be so public, it's nasty. Now, the DA said they weren't going to move forward with charges. This is before we heard the audio because I think they they picked the case back up now that we've heard this audio of Tariq Hill talking to his fiance, and she just kept saying, you know, the kid said, Daddy did it. Daddy did it. Daddy did it, bro. If it, there's no there's no if ands about about it about about it, if ands or buts about it, you know. <clears throat> and Hill was talking about, I think he was talking about respect or something. And she said he doesn't respect you. He's terrified of. And then he says you should be terrified of me too. And then expletive. Listen, that right there is enough for me to say get him out of the league. He shouldn't even be able to play football. He doesn't deserve it. Clearly, he has issues, and he just—he's just not good for the league. He's not good for the league. 
I think it's time for the you know the 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 news the uh the report right now is that he'll be he might be on the commissioner exempt exempt list by this week. Eric just wants to know why he's still on the team. He has to go. He has to go. I don't care how good you are. I don't care how good you are. And boy, do I feel bad for Pat Mahomes about to lose another weapon. About to lose another weapon. <clears throat> Can we blame that on the Madden curse? Can we? Can we? No? No? All right. I'm not going to joke right now. because I'm trying to be serious about this. Because it, it, it's just really bad. And and it's just it's just like you, you got to do better. You have to do better. You know what I mean? <clears throat> when when you get when you get first of all as a man, you should know better than to put your hands on any woman. And and then especially at at at, at your position, Tavi Kim, where you are, in 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 your career. And you know how you're making money, and 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 how public your career your career is, and where you are, right? You 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 know your personal life has always is always uh, at risk of becoming public because of what you do professionally. So you would think you would move different, you know. You would be a better you know better person. And try to stay out of trouble, but to keep finding trouble, that, that just doesn't sit well with me. With your own family, right? Your own kid, fiance, it's just not a good look. It's not a good look. I, I would I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if by Friday I'm talking about former Chiefs wide receiver Tariq Hill. Because this situation is just going to keep getting worse as as more comes out. And you know, I'll I'll be I'll be sticking sticking with it and uh t- talking about it and everything. We'll 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 keep I'll keep you updated with that. We'll you know continue to talk about that. But it, it is sad sad situation, man. Very sad situation. Mm. Okay, so the NFL. I mean, wow, wow. The NBA playoffs are moving along. And uh, yesterday started the series between the, the Celtics and the Bucks and the Warriors and the uh, the Rockets. All right. So yesterday, the Celtics and Bucks. I watched that game. That was uh, I watched that game before I went and saw end game again. Um, that was good. That was a good game. The, the coaching, Brad Stevens, whatever defensive plan that they had for uh, Giannis worked. Al Horford played great. Al Horford, you know, he blocked him twice in a row. Al Horford had uh he had a good game. He was the he was really the key yesterday. And and then you know the 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 Bucks are not healthy. You know, Brogdon, then they had another injury yesterday. Listen, they're not healthy. All right. Brogdon's gonna miss game two. If the Celtics can take game two, I got the Celtics in four or five. This one might be quicker than we expected. If they can keep the D, if they can contain Giannis like they did, yeah, it's gonna be a problem. Al Hofer had twenty points, eleven rebounds, three assists. Uh, you know, you get you got your 26, 11, and seven from Kyrie. And Mr. Gordon Hayward had 13 points. Listen, this team played great yesterday. They played great. I, I was impressed. I was impressed. You know, in playoff time, it's not about seeding. I don't care how hard you seed or what you did in regular season. It does not matter. 
in the conference semifinals. All right, it, it, it just looked good, looked crazy. Uh, we also started the <clears throat> the Raptors and the Sixers series on Saturday, and that looks like that's going to be over in four. The Raptors are just too much for them. Raptors Kawhi is just too much. Too much. Drake said Jimmy can't guard him. I good. That's facts. Drake told them get the f out of here. Facts again. Get them out of there in four. I got the Raptors coming out of this series quickly. I I really think that's gonna be over fast. Uh, and then Saturday night. What else happened Saturday night? Oh, good God! The Spurs came all the way back in the fourth just to lose by four. A missed shot by DeRozan, <clears throat> and then LaMarcus Aldridge just let the clock run out. Nobody fouled. Goodness gracious, that was embarrassing to watch. If I was Pop, I would retire now. Jeez, man. <clears throat> then yesterday, uh, I was in the movies when this move, uh, when this game was going on, the, the Rockets and the Warriors. Now, granted, I'd already seen Endgame, so Eric had pulled his phone out you know, I got the ESPN app. I watched the last five minutes of that game. Some key shots were missed by James Harden and the Rockets. And there were some turnovers. And there were some free throws missed. And there were some fouls that were not called. Now, everybody's talking about Harden getting fouled and the refs and officiating. And the, the him kicking his legs out. Let me tell you something. Technically... That is a foul. All season we've seen, for the past, what, two seasons, it's been the jumping and bumping NBA. These guys are not even trying to make the shot anymore. They're just trying to get fouled. They're just trying to get fouled. I've seen Paul George do this in clutch time. I talked about, probably talked about this on the show. May have. In clutch time. These guys are just jumping up, flailing their bodies, and trying to get fouled instead of making a shot. James Harden is so worried about Getting a foul, he's not even trying to make the shot. He's kicking his legs out, trying to get contact, you know, because that the rule is if you give if you don't give the shooter room to come down, that's a foul. But the refs have been calling that all season. But it, to for them to be inconsistent is a problem. So I understand James Harden's frustration and I understand the fans' frustration. Listen, I don't get it. These guys just need to worry about getting the ball in the hoop. Because I'm I'm tired of it. This is where the game is. You know, that's worse than flopping because there's no points involved in flopping. But when you're flopping, when you're going to the hole, flailing your body, not even getting the and one, or you're shooting a shot, um, just jump. Like, okay, prime example of a good, a good example of this actually working. Dwayne Wade's famous pump fake reminds me of uh, it's like a quarterback getting 12 men on the field, right? You're going to get that call if you go up when he's coming down, right? That's guaranteed. But when you're James Harden or anybody on the floor shooting a shot, kicking your legs out or jumping into somebody and causing, uh, you know, causing contact, that's not okay. That's not okay. And I'm tired. I really don't feel bad for him. I don't. I don't feel bad because you're not really getting fouled. You're tr- you're trying to force the foul. But at the same time, you've been getting that call all year. 
So now when you're not getting it in the conference semifinals, I see the frustration. But my thing is, that's not how you play the game. You should be worried about getting a bucket, and I mean getting a, getting a bucket instead of getting a foul. It's it's like foul first, shot later. That's that's where we are now, and you know, I just don't get it. You know what I mean? I, I just don't think it's good for the game. It's not good for the sport, especially. I don't see that in college. March Madness. I didn't see a lot of that at March Madness. I only see that at the pro level. That's a bad example to be setting for the up and coming hoopers. I don't like it. You know what I mean? I, I just think it is, it, it's ruining the game. Because it, it, if it's a minute left on the clock, we down by two or three. I'm worried about tying that game up, or take, tying that game up, or taking a lead with my shot. Not uh, if the refs are going to call a foul and then I go to the free throw line. No, I want that bucket right there. You know what I mean? I just don't get it. Like, are we that are we that self-conscious? I mean, are we that insecure about our shots? Or are we that insecure about clutch time? And then, James, you got to the line yesterday and you missed. You missed the shot. I think that could have took the lead to two or one. Hey, listen. We're not about to have this all serious, all right? The refs are the refs. You know that. Don't put yourself in that position. It all starts in the first quarter. What happens in the fourth quarter, you know what I mean? So I don't I don't really want to hear too much more whining from the Rockets. Play the damn game. Shoot the ball. You know what I mean? I don't really want to hear too much. I want to see a good series. And, you know, good luck. <laughs> good luck. Um, so that, that happened yesterday. Now tonight. Who we got tonight? Let's see. It is Monday. It's Monday. Um, blah, 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 blah. Tonight, we got 8 o'clock, Sixers and the Raptors, and we got the start of the Nuggets and the Blazers series. I, I think the Blazers, I'm excited to see what Dame does next. I think the Blazers can come out of this series, to be honest, and I think it'll be a great series. I, I think I'm going to go right, uh, Blazers in six, maybe five, but I, I think they'll get out of the series with a win Um, and move on to the Next, the Western Conference Finals. I um, also see the Raptors moving on to the Eastern Conference Finals. I think they'll get this done in four or five. I really think that this team is just just too much for the Sixers. That I just think they're just too much for this this version of the Seventy Sixers. I don't think I don't think that they're going to put up much of a fight. I think Kawhi is just way too much for them. But we'll see. We'll definitely see. Um. Blah blah blah. All right, I think that's it for the playoffs. So you know, let's go, let's go Blazers and let's go Raptors tonight, and then you know we we'll, we get the rest of the games this week. Uh, so let's move on to uh, some Madden. I want to talk a little bit about what's going on with Madden right now. Okay, so my guy Pat Mahomes, he got the Madden cover. The Madden cover looks great. I I like the Madden. Cover. It doesn't look boring. You know, it looks good. Even good okay with the covers the past couple of years i just hope the game is good man i really just hope the game is good uh you know i see they're doing a little college thing this year a little college career i think that'll be cool to be a quarterback it'll be much better than a, the long shot story goodness gracious i hope uh so i'm excited about that i just i'm a mad guy i don't care you know i understand you know guys be like you same game every year yeah that, you say what you want at least it's fun i hate 2k to be honest with you i don't like 2k uh so i'm excited about that um all right 
you know, this is it. Uh, you know, I don't have much left to talk about. So let's talk about Endgame <laughs> and Game of Thrones. If you haven't seen either, turn it off now. Turn it off. Tune out. All right. Last night, the Battle of Winterfell. Look, let me see. I got to find the tweet where we congratulated everybody. Because I, I, I was going to I was going to do this, too. But I, I can't make this stuff up on my own. Uh, so this is a tweet from, uh, let me see. Where's the tweet? I got to find a tweet. Uh, where's the tweet? Where's the... They gave out all the awards last night. First of all, Arya hit the game winner, bro. She hit Dame Time, bro. Dame Time out of nowhere. Got the Night King, bro. She got the Night King, Arya Stark, the GOAT. Let's go. Got the Night King out of there, bro. That was crazy. Crazy. Bro, I thought it was going to be Night King and four. Nah, Starks and Foe. Night King, the King of the Kings, King of Queens, don't matter. Starks and Foe. All right. First of all, man, I'm not, I wasn't going, I'm not really going to spoil it for y'all. Uh, well, I already did. Night King. Gone. Thanos, gone. The Starks were on fire this weekend. Tony hit a game winner. Tony Stark, rest in peace, Tony Stark. Man, got Thanos out of here. First of all, both, movie, both you know, Endgame was crazy. Game of Thrones was crazy. Uh, I enjoyed them both. I'm going to watch. Re- I've, I've already seen uh, Avengers twice. I'm probably going to rewatch The Thrones in a little bit. But it was great, man. It was great. 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 Um... <laughs> Uh, that's all I got for you guys this, uh, today, man. So Friday, I'll be back on Friday for sure. No ifs, ands, or but about it. This Friday, I'll be back to get you guys ready for this weekend. We got a big fight this weekend. Canelo Alvarez will be taking on Daniel Jacobs. So we'll, I'll have that ready for you guys on Friday. Um, and we'll be t- you know, talking about this week's uh, what's going on, with, what has happened since Monday. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Continue to follow the Instagram page at Electrified Pod and the Twitter page at Electrified Pod. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, I, I appreciate the love, support, and you guys just let me know if you're listening, man. I, I really appreciate it. I, I, I promise I do. Uh, and with that being said, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been. Whoa. Pause. 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 Happy three year anniversary to the album Views. That's Drake's best album. I said it. I'll say it again. Views is Drake's best album. Thank you, Drake. Um, Now, with that being said, I'm Eric Lyons, and you have just been electrified.